the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The John Steigerwald Show, sponsored by Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh. Demand the yellow van. Portions of today's program may be pre recorded. Good news for the crime committing community. Yeah, if you're a shoplifter, California is the place to be. And if you are a member of the shoplifting community here in Pennsylvania, be sure to contact uh, your state rep and say that you'd like to see a Pennsylvania version of California's Senate Bill 553. It passed the California Senate yesterday. Maybe you heard about it, maybe not. It was sponsored by uh, someone named Dave Cortez, Senator Dave Cortez, a, a state senator out there. Here's what he wrote in his release. SB 553 will establish new workplace violence prevention standards that target the types of workplace violence incidents that have become tragically common. To name just a few, the Walgreens security guard, who shot and killed Banco Brown last month, had been reportedly directed by his employer to recover stolen items with a hands-on approach. Also in April, a Home Depot employee was shot and killed while attempting to stop an act of robbery. With growing awareness of workplace violence, California needs smarter guidelines to keep workers safe in the office or on the job site. Under this law, employers would be prohibited from forcing their workers to confront active shoplifters and all retail employees would be trained on how to react to active shoplifting. My guess would be hide under the desk would be the, the training. This is a great day for shoplifters everywhere. Uh, brings me back to the question I've been asking here for a long time. Where are the German shepherds? That would eliminate the need for, a, you know, a hands-on approach by employees. Let the dog take the the approach. Just a well-trained, somewhat um, grouchy-looking German shepherd sitting by the door. I'm guessing that would reduce shoplifting by about 90%. So California has succeeded in raising the value of merchandise that can be stolen without being considered a felony, and now they're passing a law that prohibits any employee from getting in the way of someone who has just, you know, strolled through the store stuffing merchandise into a duffel bag. This is what you get when you vote for Democrats, and you deserve whatever you get when you do. No comment yet from shoplifters of America. We'll let you know when we hear one. Anyway, when we come back, the air quality is terrible in several states, including Pennsylvania. Maybe you noticed uh, because of wildfires in Canada and people like Chuck Schumer and Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez have their pants on fire, blaming it on, of course, global warming. We'll have someone here to address that issue. And in our second half hour, Pitt could be getting sued for violating the First Amendment rights of a conservative group on campus. For some reason, that doesn't seem to happen with liberal groups on campus. Stick around. When you have errands to run, do you like to run all over town, or do you try to make as few stops as possible? It's nice when you can get everything in one place, isn't it? This is Beth Andrews from Networth Advisors. I believe the same is true for retirement planning. You shouldn't have to go to one place for tax planning, another for estate planning, and another for retirement income planning. That's why Networth Advisors was started. I wanted to build a company that could help families with all aspects of their retirement planning. We're more than just convenient. We're knowledgeable and experienced. To set up a meeting with the Networth Advisors team to talk about your retirement, call 800-426-1428. That's 800-426-1428. One stop for a wealth of retirement solutions. Networth Advisors, 800-426-1428. Firm offers insurance services but does not provide legal advice. Networth Advisors LLC is a registered investment advisor. Hi, I'm Olivia and I'm 11. Some people my age might think water in a basement's pretty cool. Who wouldn't want an indoor swimming pool? 
But my dad taught me a thing or two about homes. You mean all those times I talked about waterproofing. You were actually listening? Absolutely. I'm like Alexa. Okay, so how does Jandy Waterproofing protect your home? By keeping water out of the basement so it doesn't compromise the structure of your home. And? By not giving yucky mold and mildew a place to grow. Pretty good. Dad, I wasn't finished. Oh, sorry. And J&D Waterproofing can save you money. Do tell. By saving you from having to replace your basement appliances from water damage. I couldn't have said it better myself. Got water problems? Don't cry. Call 1-800-VERY-DRY. J&D Waterproofing. 1-800-VERY-DRY. This is a special alert to all Americans who own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles with an auto warranty about to expire or with no warranty coverage at all. Due to a decline in the economy, CarShield is announcing a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that is now available to the public to save any driver out-of-pocket expenses on future auto repairs. Call now to find out how you can pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Yes, you heard that correctly. Pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. An open phone line has been established for all drivers to call for a free quick quote. Call 800 800- 353-2973 now. Drivers who are covered will not have to pay for covered repairs again. This protection plan is at an all-time low. Additionally, drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Call us for your free quick quote today. 800-353-2973. That's 800-353-2973. What do you have to lose? Call 800-353-2973. Again, 800-353-2973. They are our cuddlers and co-workers purr machines and love bugs and constant companions they are our pets our family and they make life so much better when we face unexpected challenges in life so do our pets that's why we're on a mission to support people who love their pets and the pets who love their people ensuring these families stay exactly where they belong together and you have something to offer with an open heart and mind there is nothing you can't do There's no gesture too small or too big when it comes to helping. Whether donating a bag of kibble, sharing an Instagram post of a lost cat, or welcoming a foster pet into your home, every bit of kindness counts. You can help keep pets and people together. Visit PetsAndPeopleTogether.org to learn how to be a helper in your community. This has been a public service announcement brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. The John Steigerwall Show, AM 1250, The Answer. The air quality in Pittsburgh is not good. Um, Maybe you've noticed, but it's not as bad as it is in New York City and other places in the Northeast, and it's all because of wildfires in Canada, and any time there's a major weather event, you can count on the usual people to play the climate change card or global warming card. And Chuck Schumer, and among others, already has, um, already has done that. Gregory Wrightstone is a geologist and the executive director of the CO2 Coalition. He's also the author of Inconvenient Facts, the science that Al Gore doesn't want you to know. And Gregory joins us now. Thanks for coming on the show, Gregory. Yeah, we've got a lot to clear up here, John. There's a huge amount of mis- and disinformation being spread about about these Canadian fires. Okay, yeah. We can get right. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's, let's get started. Uh, number one, this is, uh, there's so many things that they've said, well, did the fire season in Canada started early because of climate change. Yeah. No, it's actually, uh, they started mostly in Alberta and mm-hmm. moved east into uh, uh, Ontario, but the Alberta peak fire season is actually early weeks of May. So it's actually right on time. Uh, June right now is the second highest month of fire. So number one, that's strike one on them, that that they're not early, that mm-hmm. they're actually right on time. Uh, the other thing here is that this has never happened before. It's unprecedented. Well, I went back and looked. I've got a a newspaper clipping from 1780. It was called. It's called the Dark Day. You couldn't go it's any farther night. back than that. That's all you could. No. Do. <laughs> ahead, sorry. I, I don't even know what. Well, I, I mean, 1780. Yeah. I mean, uh, George and Martha were still down at Mount Vernon, wow. and and so we had these fires. They've been going on for thousands of years. Uh, and the big news is, I went back and got the uh, Canadian Forest Service and their fire data. 
uh, and I looked at area burned and number of fires and charted. It goes back, it starts at 1990, They're the data they provided. Mm-hmm. Well, the number of fires in, in Canada has been in decline, a pretty significant decline. Um, it's going up and down a little bit, but it's it, it's the overall trend is down in the number of fires. And the area burned, uh, it varies widely from year to year, but there's no, no really discernible trend either way. Uh, so this, if climate change was going to be driving Canadian fires, it should show up in this long-term data. Yeah. Uh, what do you say to people who say there is less less land to catch on fire now, so it's misleading to compare the totals without taking that into account? In other words, well, it's, that, there's, it's, the fires are worse because there's there there are there's less uh, opportunity for a fire to catch. Well, that's not that's just not true in Canada because most of this is 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 wilderness that mm-hmm. where the fires are. Yeah. In fact, they're just letting them burn because I mean, there's nothing around. There's no threats. It's not cities. That's just you, you could argue for that for parts of the United States where we do see a decline in fires because of agriculture and the like. But that's yeah. not true for Canada. And we also see too, uh, it's not just Canada's fires that are declining. It's a global decrease over many decades of fire. Uh, the Copernicus satellite went up in the early 90s, and they were shocked. Uh, they didn't advertise much, but the Copernicus satellite data that NASA has, again, confirms area burned has declined uh, some 25% over the last 30 years. And they attribute it. Uh, uh, there are a number of reasons for this. In fact, the Canadian Forest Service, two studies by them, you're, you're, this is actually quite ironic. The Canadian Forest Service and their fire center attribute the decrease in Canadian fires to, I hope you're sitting down, global warming and more CO2. Of course. So the warmer, because what what it is, warmer temperatures mean there's more evaporation, uh, the atmosphere holds more water vapor, and there's more precipitation. Of course, if you have more rain and precipitation, you're going to have lesser, you're going to lessen the fires. Yeah. And then that's that's backed up by more CO2. The CO2 fertilization effect means that plants need less water. So there's more water left in the soil. So we have higher soil moisture content, less aridity. And those things are working together, according to the Canadian Forest Service, um, to lead the decrease in fire in Canada. It's (laughs) it's crazy. Completely opposite of what you're hearing. And anywhere else, and, and we need—that's that's the thing. We need to get the science, the facts, and the data out, not the hype. Here, which is all we, I've been hearing. Well, speaking of hype, here's here's the tweet from Justin Trudeau, which he put out about you know twelve minutes after the fire started. We're seeing more and more of these fires because of climate change. We will keep working here at home and with partners around the world to tackle climate change and address its impacts. It didn't take him long to, to come right out. I mean, he probably has that on an index card somewhere, and then he just repeats yeah. it whenever well, there's he a, a weather event. Own, he should talk to his own fire experts who put the data out. Uh-huh. Uh, you don't have to look very hard to find this. Info. In fact, the Forest Service up there, they it was a really interesting. Part of what they said was that fire is an integral part of a healthy forest. And, in fact, that natural fires are are uh, as important to the healthy forests of Canada as is water and sunlight. I was like, wow. Now that comes from where? <laughs> That's from the Canadian forest. Uh, I don't have it in front of me. Yeah. There, uh, if you do, and and what they and what the the reason is these fires, these coniferous forests, the cones drop and they need heat from the fire to crack the and spread the the seeds are ger- germinated or spread because of the fire. And they stated that as a fact. Uh, the other thing that we're seeing here is they've arrested quite a number of arsonists. Well, I think uh, Alberta spreading. was was uh, blamed on arson, wasn't it? I, I don't. I know they caught quite a few up there. Yeah. And just think about it. If you're a young Greta, Canadian Greta, mm-hmm. uh, boy, this is a great opportunity to, to you know, let's light a bunch of fires and prove that there's a climate crisis. Yes, yeah. Uh, and and we're we're seeing it, aren't we? I mean, I I tuned into Fox and Friends to hear last night to hear Harold Ford just read off a litany of absolute falsehoods about the fires and climate change. You know, hurricanes are increase are, are increasing. No, they're not. Tornadoes are increasing. No, they're not. They're declining. Um, 
and we're being inundated by sea level rise. Yes, seven inches a century. Uh, it's what's a little bit above your ankles, and it, it's crazy. And, 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 John, the other thing that I've been talking a lot about, they're, they're saying, oh, we can't let it get a degree and a half warmer. You've probably heard that. Well, that's a degree and a half since the Industrial Revolution. It's already warmed one degree of that one and a half. Okay, so that leaves what they're really saying is we can't let it warm up another half of a degree centigrade. That's nine-tenths of a degree Fahrenheit. You couldn't even, if it warmed up or cooled in your in your studio, you couldn't tell it. Your thermostat wouldn't kick on or off with right. nine-tenths of a degree. Right. And if you're that worried about nine-tenths of a degree Fahrenheit, Move from Pittsburgh up to up to uh, uh, Zeelandopel. That's mm-hmm. the difference. Thirty miles north, and you'll you'll solve that nine tenths of a degree. It's, it's nine mm-hmm. degrees, nine tenths of a degree cooler in Zeely than it is in Pittsburgh. Yeah, when I was um, looking up some of the stuff uh, about the climate change and fires and all that stuff today, I, I I don't have it in front of me here. I, I came across one tweet from a scientist who said. If you're measuring the warmth, you you can go back to 1840 if you want, or I, I forget the date, the, the year that he used. But he said it's just a matter of how far you go back. If you go back to the Middle Ages, we've cooled in the last yeah. uh, 300 years or 500 years, whatever it is. Yeah, well, really, 500 years would put you in the middle of the, the coldest period in the last 10,000 years. So, yeah. so that would be the little light. But if you go back. Uh, 800 or 1,000 years, that's the, the medieval warm period where yeah. the, the Vikings were growing, uh, the Vikings were growing barley on Greenland. You can't you can't grow that there now. No. We have a lot of, and so th- that's right, you need to put this in the long perspective. We're talking to Gregory Wrightstone, who is a geologist and the de- executive director of the CO2 co- Coalition, and he's the author of Inconvenient Facts, the science that Al Gore doesn't want you to know. Um so, uh, by the way, there's also uh, something else that the media don't seem to be interested in. Uh, and uh, my friend Joe uh, Warmington, who's been on this show, and he's a uh, writes for the Toronto Sun. Uh, he wrote a story, and he in his story he said there doesn't seem to be a whole lot of interest in this from government people, but or the media up there. But Quebec police suspect arson in at least two of the major fires there, and that's where a lot of this stuff is coming from, Quebec. Yeah, and uh, it's it's yeah. I I it, it'll be fascinating to find out who these people are. Mm-hmm. You know, and people like people who just want to uh, cause trouble and and spread what they really they're, they're trying to spread make a climate of fear. Mm-hmm. And because fear is a great motivator, yeah. Along with hunger, hunger and fear are are some of the top two motivators, and they're using fear uh, and wielding that 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 fear. Uh, to effectively promote their agenda, and they're being very good at it. They're they're being very successful. Uh, it's our job to push back and to uh, to promote the, the science, the facts, and the data, uh, well, which is uh, well, is in short supply in Pennsylvania with Josh Shapiro as governor. Yeah, we're speaking of pushing back, uh, and we mentioned you're the director of the CO2 Coalition, and you've mentioned it here already. You like CO2. Uh, so, uh, why is the planet in better shape because of it right now? We don't have enough time. It's okay. let's just start with crops. Okay. Uh, warm warming temperature, and we're in a warming trend. Uh, it's again, it's warmed about eight tenths of a degree since the nineteen hundred. That warming trend means we've got longer growing seasons. Uh, killing cross crop, killing frosts, uh, end earlier in the spring and arrive later in the fall. Uh, you know that if you if you're trying to grow produce or tomatoes out in your backyard that you yeah. need to bring them in, and so the longer growing seasons, uh, increasing CO2 uh, turbocharges plant growth, uh, some 26 percent increase in crop growth uh, from CO2 fertilization effect. Uh, it's it's undisputed uh, that well, this is just yeah. every 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 crop we look at around the world is increasing and breaking records. But th- this couldn't be uh, more diametrically opposed to the opinions of the people running most of the governments in the world, and, and they they will cite the wisdom of scientists before they spew this stuff. So how how can you get through to them, and and how can you change this? Well, I, I think we're we're winning, 
John. I'm I'm very optimistic. Uh, they they need to silence uh, people like me and, and groups like the CO2 Coalition. Uh, they're they're being effective somewhat in doing it. Uh, I, I've been banned permanently from LinkedIn uh, after posting uh, actual NASA data, and they didn't like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you see, you can't you can't post science. Uh, we got kicked out. We've got a, an education project. Uh, we went down to the National Science Teaching Association convention in March, uh, and we I published a paper challenging National Science Teaching Association's position position on climate change, and just absolutely destroyed their position on climate change. And the second day we were there, they they, they we were forcibly evicted. They told us to remove our educational materials or get out. Who now? Who is they? Thought, who's who's throwing you out? It's the, it was their two of the high muckety mucks of the I forget the guys the, the guy's title he was operations manager and executive director or something yeah. and, and they came down now bear in mind I'm there I'm a geologist I'm an expert reviewer uh, uh, for the Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change so I've been recognized I hate to say it as an expert because I always say don't trust people that are experts right, right. Uh, but I'm there I'm there with. With Dr. Rafaela Nascimento, PhD in analytic chemistry, one of the top, the top nanotechnology experts in the world. There with Dr. Sharon Camp, again PhD in chemistry. She did. She created our lesson plans that go along with our books, uh, and another uh, another scientist. So they got three three lady scientists with with PhDs, and these two schmucks come up. And, t- and kick them out while I was upstairs, yeah. and I came back down. Yeah, so here we go. And they're all about diversity, ex- equity, and inclusion. Mm-hmm. And they were promoting this. This NSTA uh, was so woke. I mean, they're they're promoting actual uh, critical race theory and divert DEI and ESG. I mean, and we're there going, no, these guys are lying. You know, we didn't come out and say it. we 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 contested what they had to say with science. And they booted us wow. from well, the convention. So where, it was unbelievable. Gregory, where would we be without – I have about a minute and a half left. Where would be, we be without greenhouse gases? Well, we'd be about 50 degrees colder. Uh, there would be no life. Uh, the greenhouse gases provide warming to the planet. Of course, the, the, those greenhouse gases are the, – the primary greenhouse gas is water vapor – uh, it's not talked about very much by by far, uh, and then CO two, and then we have nitrous oxide, which is a huge benefit. Uh, nitrogen fertilizers for our plants. Uh, now we CO two we call it the miracle molecule because of its many benefits uh, and its uh, how it's leading to just huge beneficial changes uh, around the earth. So we don't have. It's not that we have too much CO two. We uh, it's pretty easy to, to point out that we don't have enough. We're actually CO2 impoverished. Uh, so sleep well. There is no climate crisis. Well, I sleep pretty well, and I don't worry about it. Greg Wrightstone, uh, and you're the author of Inconvenient Facts, the science that Al Gore doesn't want you to know, but you're also a Pittsburgh guy. Yeah. Yeah, we're, we moved to Florida. Mm-hmm. Uh, we escaped the, the, the yeah. uh, Keystone State taxations right. and, and taxation scheme, and uh, uh, I'm, I spend a lot of time in Arlington, Virginia, where our headquarters are located. But, but yeah, I'm south of Tampa, and I was a, I'm a climate change victim because when Hurricane Ian came through, uh, we had to replace our roof here a few months ago. <laughs> after that, well, so, where, so I'm a victim. Where can people find you online, real quick? CO2Coalition.org. CO2Coalition.org. Good to and have you on the book. Good to have you on and hope to have you on again, Gregory. Great stuff as usual. Thank you. We'll be right back. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. Iconic Christian broadcaster Pat Robertson has died. SRN's Jeremy House reports. He had an enormous impact on both religion and politics. After establishing the far-reaching Christian Broadcasting Network and its flagship program, the 700 Club, Robertson ran for president in 1988. 
He later founded the Christian Coalition, which helped cement the Republican Party's enduring alliance with the evangelical Christian voters. Robertson also built the American Center for Law and Justice and Regent University. Pat Robertson was 93 years old. National Weather Service meteorologist Brian Ramsey says the weather system that's driving the great Canadian-American smokeout will probably be hanging at around at least for the next few days. Over 100 million Americans are being affected by this hazy condition. This is SRN News. The recent bank failures are serving as a warning about how fragile our banking system really is. As millions of Americans panic, do you know what central banks are doing? Well, they're actually buying up gold at record levels. They're relying on it as a safe haven during these difficult times. That's how confident they are in the dollar. Hi, I'm Lance Wall now, Christian author and evangelical leader to millions of people just like you. We're all Americans who want to protect our family's savings no matter what. I tell people the best option is to diversify their 401k or IRA into physical gold or silver with the help of Birch Gold Group. To see how it works, just text the word FAITH to the number 989898 to get a free information kit on gold IRAs. Look, there's no strings attached. It's not going to hurt you to take action now. So take the first step today and educate yourself. Get your free info kit when you text FAITH to 989898 right now. And I pray you and your family are greatly blessed. Car payments, credit card payments, home loans. Man, that's a lot of debt for you to carry. Let us help you get caught up when you enter the $18,000 Get Caught Up Sweepstakes. The grand prize winner gets up to $10,000 in debt relief. Three first prize winners will get up to $1,000 in debt relief. And 10 second prize winners will get $500 in debt relief. That's $18,000 total. And that could be you. Register to win now at TheAnswerPGH.com. Hey, John Steigerwald here for Johnny and Jesse Samick, my friends over at Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh. When disaster strikes your home or business, demand the yellow van. Fire, water, or mold, Service Master's technicians are trained and equipped to get you back to normal fast. Even when dealing with insurance, you have a choice who repairs and cleans up the mess. Make sure you demand the yellow van. Call Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh. Demand the yellow van. Service Master. Oil investments involve a high degree of risk and actual results may vary. Oil and natural gas keep going up as the Russia conflict escalates. Get in on the next major oil boom now and help the U.S. with your patriotic investment that can potentially pay you monthly income for up to 20 or more years. That's the sound of a producing oil well and the sound of a smart investment. If you're an SEC-accredited investor and have at least 25000 liquid now, you can take advantage of Encore Energy's projects and a huge tax savings for this year. If you invest in oil and natural gas, you're allowed to write off nearly 100% of your investment in the first year. Goldman Sachs is projecting oil to go up to $100 a barrel, and natural gas is the fuel of the future and trading at record prices. Call 800-287-6691. Encore Energy is a major your investor and experienced operator in its core area of operations. Call now and learn how to deduct 100% of your investment and create 20 or more years of potential monthly income. Call 800-287-6691. That's 800-287-6691. AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. WPGP Pittsburgh. W223CS Pittsburgh. A division of Salem Media Group. Listen on the answer mobile app, smart speakers, tune in, iHeart or Odyssey. AM 1250. The answer. Weather. An air quality alert remains in effect through late tonight. It'll be hazy tonight. Smoke from distant wildfires can lead to poor air quality. We'll reach a low of 50. Hazy tomorrow with a passing shower in the afternoon. Tomorrow's high 70. Tomorrow night, hazy with a low of 51. We'll start the weekend Saturday with periods of clouds and sunshine and a high of 78. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. This is the John Stackerwalt Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. Well, Pitt has uh, heard from the Alliance Defending Freedom because of a bill it sent to its chapter of college Republicans and uh, another group. It's over, it's over $18,000. And ADF doesn't think it should be paid, and they think it's a violation of the college Republicans' First Amendment rights. Phil Seckler is a senior counsel for ADF. He joins us now. Phil, thanks for coming on. 
Yeah, thanks for having me, John. So what are the college Republicans, and I guess it's the Intercollegiate Studies Institute also involved here, what are they being billed for? So they hosted a debate on April 18th on Pitt campus about transgenderism. And they initially were told it was going to be a couple thousand dollars in security fees. And lo and behold, they ended up with a bill for over $18,000 for that event, uh, which attracted quite a mob. Mm -hmm. Uh, And actually, the event had to be cut short because Pitt police did not do an adequate job controlling the mob. Um, And in fact, some of that mob was out there because of Pitt's own statements before the speech, basically calling the college Republicans some bad names. Yeah, well, the event was called uh, Should Transgenderism Be Regulated by Law and included Michael Knowles uh, among the speakers, and it was planned months in advance, though. So why did Pitt increase the security charges a week before it was scheduled? Well, they expected uh, considerable disruption, which was not surprising given some of the statements that were going around from the provost, among others. Um, And so, yeah, they charged... Uh, the college Republicans, because of the content of the speech, because of the uh, crowd, the protesters that were there opposed to the viewpoints being expressed, and the First Amendment doesn't allow, you know, speech to be punished or restricted based on its content. So what is a heckler's veto? A heckler's veto, John, is when the crowd basically shuts down an event because it opposes the viewpoint. And sometimes, Schools just shut down events because they kind of accede to the crowd, to the mob. And, uh, and that's what happened here. Essentially, the police failed to control the mob, and the mob terminated the event early. And that is basically a heckler's veto. But what, what are my rights as a heckler, as, as a, uh, you know, uh, First Amendment rights? What, what, you have all... Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, sorry. Yeah, you have free speech rights, too. But your free speech rights don't allow you to shut down the speech of somebody else. Mm-hmm. So you are able to have your own event, uh, have your own speech, but you can't expect uh, the power to shut down and silence other people. That's not free speech. So this was, um, it, it sure looks like just a blatant attempt by Pitt to overcharge the two groups in advance. Uh, forget about the 18000 they want now, but they, they tried to charge them um, a lot of money in advance and it was a blatant attempt to make to to try to get them to cancel, just not show up. That's what they were hoping, obviously, right? Well, they're certainly charging them now for uh, the content of their speech, and that's something the First Amendment doesn't allow. But how? But they they are charging them the the eighteen thousand dollars because of what happened as a result of their speech. But um, I I see, like you mentioned, the provost and Cud is her name. She and this is what you're talking about. She sent out a message saying that the event was uh, "quote unquote" repugnant, um, and she also invited people to uh, show up and disrupt it. Did she not? Well, there certainly there were suggestions of that in her comments, and then other professors uh, certainly made that invitation pretty clear in their comments to the community. So the community certainly was uh, incited to show up and to make it known that uh, this event was not welcome on campus. There and was that's a, what they did. They actually had signs up around the campus, I think. I, I, they did have signs, John, you're right. And then, you know, the day of the event, there were fires, there were smoke bombs, there were incendiary devices, pushing, shoving. It was really a battlefield out there on, during the event because of the crowd of hundreds. And so bottom line here is that uh, the people at Pitt are blaming um, Michael Knowles uh, for smoke bombs. It's his fault. Exactly. Right. Right. And, and when, in fact, the university should guarantee that students can assemble and have events and express themselves and offer viewpoints uh, without uh, being shut down. So what did you say in your letter to Pitt? So we're asking the school to obviously revoke the Uh, exorbitant security fee that it imposed uh, for it to change its policies to not have security fees based on the content of speech and also to reimburse the student groups for the cost of the event because it didn't uh, conclude, because it was interrupted, uh, because we think of Pitt's uh, 
own issues. So who would who would the uh, the college Republicans be paying this bill to? Who gets the money? If they it would be the university. Yeah, I mean that the university is the one that wants this money to reimburse itself for the police that were out there uh, providing security. We're talking to uh, Phil Seckler, who's a senior counsel for uh, Alliance Defending Freedom. Um, how common is this, Phil? I mean, it happened, you know, it happened we here see, at Pitt, but yeah, we 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 have this happen a lot, actually. In fact, at VCU in Richmond, not too long ago, uh, there too, there was an inadequate response uh, to an event and two protesters. The event was shut down again, a heckler's veto, and we actually demanded that. Uh, the speaker be invited back and the security be adequate. And the second time around, it actually went off and concluded uh, without much incident. So, you know, schools can do this right if, if they just care about free speech and care about the rights of students. Has Pitt responded to your letter yet? Not yet. We asked for a response by next week. Okay. And then what happens if you don't get a response? What, what do you do next? Well, then John will have to consider other legal options, depending upon what they say. So, um, so what would happen to the? Uh, I, I know they, they obviously the um, the uh, the college Republicans and the Intercollegiate Studies Institute. They've they've asked for your help and you're helping them out. Um, what if they just said, "Well, we're not paying the eighteen thousand. What's Pitt going to do about it?" Well, I don't want to speak uh, uh, hypothetically yeah. yet, but certainly one of the things uh, where we could end up in court. Yeah, but uh, I mean, certainly one possibility. Yeah, but but uh, so they have not paid the bill yet. They're not asking for a refund. They're they're just they're just not ready. They're not paying. Is that what you're saying? Well, we've asked for it to be revoked, uh, and that's kind of where we are right now. And we'll see what the school says in response. Yeah, but I mean, I guess what I'm trying to get at here is did did they pay and they're trying to get it back, or are they trying to avoid paying it in the first place? Yeah, they they haven't paid. Yeah, they yeah. they certainly are hoping not to pay that, and then also to be reimbursed for the cost of the event that they did pay including speaker's fees. Oh, here's hoping that they don't give them a nickel. But um, I, I, this, this was the, the, the issue here was transgenderism. And uh, I remember when this event was planned, I, re, I remember everything that uh, was pointed out in the, in the story that I saw with um, you guys, Alliance Defending Freedom, coming to their aid. Uh, I, I remember all this. But is it transgenderism now, the, the, the uh, item that, that uh, is the quickest trigger for stuff like this? A lot of the events that are being protested around the country do tend to be on that topic. Um, and the, by the way, the event itself is available on the Intercollegiate Studies Institute's YouTube channel, and you can watch it. And it's a very productive. To the, before it was terminated, mm-hmm. it was actually a very worthwhile event where there was a debate and both sides were presented inside uh, where the rockets and the smoke bombs were not yeah, being if- fired off. <laughs> If I'm not mistaken, now that you remind me, a prof- an anthropology uh, professor uh, disputed the fact that if you dug up bones from a thousand years ago, that you'd be able to tell whether those bones were of a female or a male human being. And he tried to say <laughs> that wasn't the case. And he said, I'm an anthropologist. You can't tell me that, that that's not true. But that's, so that's the level to which it had descended. Yeah, right. Well, um, hey, uh, Phil, I appreciate you uh, you coming on, and uh, we'll, we'll be keeping our eye on this to see where it goes. Um, but uh, I hope that uh, you make sure that Pitt doesn't get a nickel out of this. But thanks for coming on the show. Thanks, John. It's been a pleasure being here. Okay, that's Phil Seckler. He's a senior counsel for Alliance Defending Freedom, and we'll be right back. considering a unique way to enhance your investment knowledge this year then sign up today for the all-inclusive eagle financial publications cruise along with our trusted partner the money show we're setting sail this december to explore some of the most beautiful and unspoiled destinations in the caribbean but this is no ordinary vacation it's a chance to learn from top eagle financial experts like best-selling authors George Gilder, Mark Skousen, and others who will be hosting a series of workshops and seminars throughout the trip. Imagine lounging on the sun deck while discussing investment strategies with like-minded individuals. 
or enjoying a gourmet dinner at the same table with one of our leading financial authorities. This once-in-a-lifetime cruise is a perfect way to combine education and relaxation to achieve your investment goals. This cruise will sell out quickly, so visit EagleFinancialCruise.com today to learn more and to secure your cabin. That's EagleFinancialCruise.com. Eagle Financial is a division of Salem Media Group. Hey, are you tired of not getting a good night's sleep? Well, my friend Mike Lindell has created the perfect solution. This is John Stagerwald. Mike didn't just stop at the pillow. He also created the Giza Dream Bed Sheets made from the world's best cotton called Giza. These sheets are ultra soft and breathable yet extremely durable. And now for a limited time, you can get 50% off the Giza Dream Sheets with prices starting as low as $29.98. These sheets come in a variety of sizes and colors and have a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Take advantage of this amazing offer. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio podcast square, and use promo code STAG at checkout. You can also find deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the MyPillow 2.0 mattress topper and MyPillow towel sets. Don't wait any longer to get the best sleep of your life. Call 800-716-8087 or go to MyPillow.com now and use promo code STAG. Remember, this sale won't last forever, so don't miss out. They are our cuddlers and co-workers, purr machines and love bugs, and constant companions. They are our pets, our family, and they make life so much better. When we face unexpected challenges in life, so do our pets. That's why we're on a mission to support people who love their pets and the pets who love their people, ensuring these families stay exactly where they belong, together. And you have something to offer. With an open heart and mind, there is nothing you can't do. There's no gesture too small or too big when it comes to helping. Whether donating a bag of kibble, sharing an Instagram post of a lost cat, or welcoming a foster pet into your home, every bit of kindness counts. You can help keep pets and people together. Visit petsandpeopletogether.org to learn how to be a helper in your community. This has been a public service announcement brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. She's nine years old with curly brown hair. She watches out her window, just waiting for a family to love her. Maybe you're the one called to adopt her. Or maybe you aren't. Maybe you're the one called to help the family who does. Adopting is a tough time of transition and sometimes trauma, but there are ways you can help. Do yard work, cook some meals, or help around the house. Offer mom and dad a date night. Maybe you can be a mentor or friend to the newly adopted child. Just some ideas to get you started. Maybe you aren't called to adopt, but you can help those who do. Pray and see what God shows you. You could be part of adoption in a whole new way. Go to icareaboutorphans.org for more ideas. icareaboutorphans.org. A message from Focus on the Family. The John Steigerwall Show, AM 1250, The Answer. Well, in our first segment, uh, we talked to Gregory Whitestone, who's the, uh, the geologist and the uh, runs the, uh, the CO2 Coalition. And uh, he talked about well, how just misleading everything has been in the last few days about what uh, caused the fires in Canada, which have uh, since caused bad breathing for lots of people around the country. So um, I didn't have a chance to talk to him about this, but th- this this some comes from a site I've never heard of uh, on Twitter anyway, conservativeroof.com. It says the Biden administration is preparing to ban over half of all gas furnaces and change how millions heat their homes. Now, if you don't have a lot of faith in the credibility of something called conservative roof, then that's fine. But uh, the story that they are doing here is based on details provided by Fox News. And this is, this is uh, as reported by Fox News. Under the proposed regulations, uh, DOE... Uh, Department of Energy would require furnaces to achieve an annual fuel utilization efficiency of 95% by 2029, meaning manufacturers would only be allowed to sell furnaces that convert at least 90% of fuel into heat within six years. The current market standard for a residential furnace is 80%. 
And according to Fox News, this would result in the removal of non-condensing this means nothing to me, but it would result in the removal of non-condensing gas furnaces from the market due to the requirements. Consumers who choose to replace their non-condensing furnaces with a condensing one may encounter installation costs that could be hard to cover. So it's going to cost you a lot of money. Richard Meyer, the vice president of Energy Markets Analysis and Standards at the American Gas Association, said this. There are some really technical reasons why this is such a concerning rule. It has to do with the ability for consumers to be in compliance with new efficiency standard. They're going to have to, in many cases, you ready for this, install new equipment to exhaust gas out of their home. These higher efficiency units, or so-called condensed units, a lot of consumers have them in their homes, but a lot of consumers don't. So this rule would require additional retrofits for a, for a lot of consumers, and those retrofits can be extremely cost-prohibitive. And according to Fox News, the, the new proposals could result in the banning of as much as 60% of the residential furnaces currently available in the market. Due to the fact that millions of Americans will be unable to afford both the new equipment and the new furnace, there is a risk that some people will end up freezing to death. Now that's, you know, if you don't have a furnace and you live in Pittsburgh and it's February, you're going to freeze to death. So that's just another example of your uh, government at work. And, you know, it has a picture here. I don't think it's, it's a picture of Joe Biden sitting at a desk signing something. And it, 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 I just thought when I read this and looked at the picture, this demented idiot, corrupt idiot, can sit there and with a stroke of his pen make it necessary for me to get a new furnace? What, what's going on in the world? It's sick. So that's why we have people like Gregory Wrightstone on uh, to try to give the other side of the story here. But, you know, you get what you vote for. Well, I don't think Biden won, but that's another story. But, if, you know, if you like Joe Biden, have a nice time. I hope you're enjoying it. Now, and that gets me to something else. I uh, Before I came in today, I just happened to uh, – I was I had Fox News on at home, and I saw a news conference with um, with Joe Biden and the, uh, the prime minister of uh, UK, Rishi Sunak. And a couple things jumped out at me. I don't normally watch his press conferences. I, I, they're just they're they're unwatchable. I can't look at them. I figure I'll get the highlights later. I can't I can't watch the guy. Uh, it's so painful to watch. But the two things I noticed was that well he he did the press conference. He did okay when he was doing you know making just making remarks and talking back and forth with uh, Rishi Sunak. But um, I then he opened it up for questions. And he had the names of the reporters who he was going to call on to ask him questions. So I noticed that right away. Uh, and so he did that. I forget who the first question came from. But it was so obvious that he was expecting the question because the question was asked and he immediately looked down to the desk and basically read, some, in effect, read something from a notepad to answer the question. Which in a press conference, you, yeah, you know, you maybe you're you're prepared to answer questions uh, on certain subjects because of what's happening in the world at that time. But to just have the know who you're going to call on, and then the person calls on you, and you basically answer the question by reading off notes, which you could only have if you had been prepared for the question and basically told what the question was going to be. So that was one thing. Then I noticed uh, this, this, was a, this was a press conference with the U.K. prime minister, okay? And there's a report. I, I noticed a question being asked by – I didn't know who the person was, but I see now that her name is Laura Baron Lopez. Lopez. She works for PBS. At the time she was asking the question, I'm thinking, how is there any place on earth where we can, for 10 seconds, not talk about this subject? Because this was, this was um, Biden and, and, and the prime minister of the uh, U.K., and they spent some time talking about Ukraine and support for Ukraine and all that stuff, which you expect. So you might have expected a question about something pertaining to the alliance between the U.S. and U.K. and blah, blah, blah. This is this is her 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 she she 
the, the subject she wanted to bring up was about uh, transgender and how anti-LGBTQ, anti-transgender laws around the country have uh, made supporters turn violent. It uh, took her a long time to ask the question. She said something like, uh, all over the country, Mr. President, Republican-led states are passing laws, passing anti-LGBTQ, anti-transgender laws that restrict rights and medical care. Now, you know what that means. They're trying to prevent 13-year-old girls from having their breasts removed. That What a mean thing that is. And then she went on and said, intimidation is on the rise. This week, anti-LGBTQ protesters turned violent in California. And then she says, recently I spoke to the parents of a transgender girl in Texas who told me they're afraid and that they're considering leaving not just their state but the country. Sir, why do you think this is happening? Blah, blah, blah. So, of course, Biden said that he wanted the name of the family so that he could call them and talk to them about it. Of all the things going on in the world right now, the President of the United States is going to take time to make a phone call to someone who he doesn't know based on a question from someone uh, about whom he has no idea how, what, how much credibility uh, she has. And uh, so he asked for the family's phone number, and then he went into his notes um, and he he started saying, saying things like, I'm getting this from uh, Newsbusters, by the way, but I, I did see this on the air. Uh, he says, LGBT, uh, LGBT Americans, hysterical and prejudiced people led by extreme officials engaging in behavior that's totally, thoroughly unjustified and ugly. That's what he read from his notes after he was asked this question by a person whose salary you are being forced to pay because she works for PBS. This is where we are right now, and we've got 16 more months of this guy, and then he wants four more years. Oh, boy. The John Steigerwald Show is a production of Salem Media Group and sponsored by Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh. Demand the Yellow Van. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.